Okay, East Rosebud uh, Studios, we're back. Uh, part two of uh, Booty Interviewing the Boss. So we're, we're back. We're back. Learned about how uh, Rich got the fly shop going. So you you try to get in the fly shop business. You can't start with the vendors you want to. You learn it's a cutthroat business. Uh, do you know what vendors you started with? Yeah, I I want to give you a quick vendor story. Okay, just this is this is this will tell you how cutthroat getting into this biz can be. There's a dude that's not in town anymore working retail. Um, had a fly shop, the better fly shop of the two that I opened up against. So I am lucky I'm able to get a good real company called Waterworks Lamps and to open with. I've heard of them, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of like totally fucking dumb doing this. I mean, I, I, I know who some of the vendors are, but really having a wide understanding of all the vendors, I really didn't have it. So, but I was lucky to get Lamps and who makes some good American made reels, still carry them 17 years later, okay? And I, the guy takes an order from me, haven't opened up yet, and I get a call from him and he's like, hey, I can only let you open with these two bottom end styles of reels. I can't sell you the blah, 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 the more expensive ones. And I'm like, okay, I mean, okay, and why? Because the guy up the street bitched and he does a lot of business with us. And so I told him I would hold off a couple years on you being able to carry the top tier reels. I'm like, fuck, fine. I, I don't have a fucking clue what he's talking about. I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm going to really sell. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know, right? And I hire a guy who just got let go from that shop for whatever reason. And he comes in and he looks at my inventory and he sees my lamps and he's like, and he's like why don't you have the, the higher end styles? We sold a bunch of them up the street. I'm like, well, you know, he called and bitched and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that motherfucker doesn't have one Lampson in stock up the street. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Do you, what? He's like, yeah, um, after Christmas, he blew them all out. Which, of course, you're not supposed to do. But he blew them all out. He literally has no Lampsons up there. So get this. This motherfucker, who is a shady, shady dude, calls the rep and says, if you open this guy up with Lampson, I'm not going to do any business with you with Lampson. And he made that call with no inventory. He, I mean, he, he, he wasn't even loyal enough to the brand to hold the retail. Yeah, he, to was, make, pl he was planning on not, not he, carrying he just, Lampson He needed already. the fucking money. No, he was going to carry him again. It was like, you know, late winter, early spring. He just, yeah. he just blew them all out in winter. I mean, you know, you do what you do. But the point is, is that that will show you the degree in which people will go to keep you out. I mean, he had no real value in Lampson, obviously, because yeah. he gives them all away after Christmas, right? Yeah. But yet, he doesn't want me to have them. So that, that'll that tell you right there how, how the vendor thing ro rolled. So, I mean, I, I called the territory guy and said, hey, I heard this, I heard this. He verified it. He says, you can order whatever you want. But that'll tell you the shit you go through opening a fly shop. What uh, what other vendors did you, did you start with? I, um, You know... Vendors that, to be honest with you, most aren't even there anymore. If, if I mean that's okay. I could I could drop some names, yeah. but you don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. That's yeah. that's what it was like to open up, and then once the first domino fell, once my Sims guy came in and said you can have Sims spring a blah blah blah. How long how long did that take? Year and a half, two years. But you know it, it now as I look back. It was panicky. 
I didn't feel like I had good stuff, but I didn't know what I was selling anyway. <clears throat> so it, it, it all kind of works out like that. But the, when it comes to vendors in this sport, getting in is, I think, harder than the 17 people listening to this podcast right now would think. You think, hey, I got, I got money. I want to buy this. I want to stock this. Oh, no. No yeah, motherfucker. That sounds, that sounds pretty difficult. It don't work like that. And you, you know, it sounds like you, you, you wanted to do it, so you persevered, and you came, like you said, you came from a retail background, yes. customer service background. So yes, that helped. That helped. That's probably what held it up before you know for those two years before you actually had the territory. The territory reps that withheld the quality product for me based on the loyalty to the existing retailers. Of course, now I totally <clears> understand. But the reality of it is, the test that they put me through was necessary. Because they do not want to put their brands in a store that don't make it. Yeah. So, and I don't care who you are, it's not for sure you're going to make it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the joke in the fly fishing ownership uh, industry is, you know how you make a million dollars in fly fishing, having a store? You start with fucking two million. So that's yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of going down. That says a lot right that, there, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's I. You know, retail is tough, but specialty flying tackle is particularly tough. If you can do it and you're good at it, it's really fulfilling. It's as fun as anything I've ever done, and I've worked every day of my life out of high school. Never went to college. No college degree. M motherfucking you know, bong hit universities where I got my degree, man. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, how long would you say until you and your eyes were the were the top tier fly shop in in Billings? Uh, when I whacked the two fuckers I was competing with. How long? How long? How long was that? Uh, the first one lasted about 18, 24 months from when I opened, um, and you know he was a good dude. It's where I did my business before I opened, but you know he didn't react. He didn't. You know, whoop, new shop coming in. Better do something different. Better prepare for this. No, nope, same dude. So it wasn't long till you know he was getting sloppy thirds. And you know, uh, Lord Sidious, who was the person I referred to about lying about the lamps and reels. Um, you know, he. You know, he. He hung in there because he was the shop. But I said to every single territory rep when I initially contacted him about opening a fly shop. I told every one of them, none of these two will outwork me. I keep my fly shop open to 8 o'clock at night, which is dumb as fuck. But I, <laughs> but I did that to break them. Yeah. And because I'm a workhorse. They're closed. Someone comes in for the first time and you start it, winning them over that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. you know, I mean, just imagine the consumer's, you know, feeling of, man. Motherfucker's still in there, seven thirty at night, dead parking lot. Nobody's there, just him. And just getting him in there for the first time. Yeah, yeah. and just just kind of going back to what you said. Hi, how are you? Can I help you find anything? You know, I yeah. mean, that, that's really just kind of just bread and butter retail. It's just service, but but that's really to me what it was. I just outworked them. I just made it a priority. You know, cost me my first marriage. You know, I've always been a workaholic, so that's just part of my manic work behavior but the drive to be number one in my marketplace it, it became number one yeah yeah it, did. it definitely did, it did. You know, yeah yeah more than home and that wasn't smart but that'll tell you right there how bad i fucking wanted to, to crush it yeah
So uh, one of my favorite things about the shop is your slogan. So those about to fish, we salute you. Was that when? How long until you came up with that? Was that right when you opened? Or you know, being a lifetime headbanger, the best thing I've done with East Rose Bud Fly Shop is incorporate you know heavy metal with fly fishing. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a demographic to come in here and spend money, you want you know thirty five to sixty. Jesus, don't take that wrong folks under 35 and folks over 60 there's got to be some of you out of that 17 but it, that's just that's where the core customer is and with what we did with the metal reputation with our shop that that just that gave us an identity that nobody else has and I'm proud of that I really am I mean you know I'm a I'm a disciple of Angus Young you know and I get a lot of people in that don't even fucking know who Angus Young is anymore. So things have changed. But that's we incorporated that that type of imagery into our shop because that's who I am. And was that from the gate? Uh, virtually. Um, I had a guy come in and say, hey, I've got a heavy metal fly fishing tattoo, which was a maiden, a maiden inspired tattoo. And I was like, holy fuck. Okay. And that's what started it. I took that from that motherfucker. Well, that 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 that's and, and just made a shirt and just made a shirt, you know, and and was lucky um, not to interrupt you, but that you know I I got to pair up with um, a couple of different artists, but my the 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 person that made the biggest difference for me and my shop that still resonates today is a local nurse slash tattoo artist by the name of Seth White. He he created a couple of images for me that changed everything for my business. What and was I, what was the first one? Uh, the first one was it wasn't was a maiden parody, an Iron Maiden parody, you know. And then my second one was just an important Angus Young parody because, and you know, Seth, I you know I don't you know Seth Seth gave me more than I gave Seth for that. You know, he set he set things in motion to brand my shop, and we didn't even know what the fuck we were doing when we did it. Yeah, it was bigger you than know. you could have imagined. Oh you fuck! Imagined. I, 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 you know, I, I, Jesus, yeah, it was. It has been. It's been fun. It, you know, it's been you know creating an image ain't easy. You know, and without Seth, I'd have never done that. You know, because he's just the best. He's the best fucking illustrator on the face of the earth as far as somebody that could do something for me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And that slogan, like, you know, if you fly fish, you hear that slogan, you're like, wow. That's, I mean, the for, those, awesome. the for Those About to Fish, We Salute You, that just that comes natural off of, of course, yeah. the song, For Those About to Rock, We Salute You, which I got married <clears throat> to this week. That's a... That's a, that's a uh, Piss some folk off. To to get married to that song, that's a how would I describe that? It's a balls. That's a that's a that's a that's a a, a big boy. I don't know what to say. You don't even know what to fucking say. I don't even know what to say. About yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's a, it's an understanding that's a woman. That's a big play that, right there. You know? Yeah, it was, but it was it was you know she liked it, and she ain't no headbanger. She didn't even know who Angus Young was when I asked her. So, anyway, but that that's it. That's how the logo started. Nice. So where did where does where does the uh, 
the he- the heavy metal influence come from? Just growing up listening to yeah, it. Yeah, fuck, I'm just that guy. And and you know, I get so many people that are a little younger, my age, little older, or somebody buying a shirt like that for their dad. And I, I get these people that really just they really react to it. It, it ain't no joke. I mean, it isn't some just fucking another fly shop T-shirt or image. And I look at I look at them when they compliment some of these items, and I say, I did that for you, and I did. Yeah, I did. And, you know, I, w- I was surprised uh, personally how much how much uh, East Rosebud brand apparel you sell. Well, I mean, it's God. I mean, you know, because it is unique. You know, thanks. you can get Sims anywhere. You can, you know? and 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 you know, they all do a good job. But you know the business has changed. You know the the you know the real avid dudes out there. You're not going to see these fuckers wearing a Patagonia fly fishing T-shirt. They're just not. And I think what we did is we did something that was unique. And if you can do something unique, you're gonna you're gonna do some business in this sport now. Yeah. The, the run of the mill shit is so boring now. Yeah. That I, I just see it sitting there. Yeah, only place you can get only place you can get your brand apparel is your shop. It's true, you know? so. but it's it's more that demographic of that yeah. 35 to 60, 35 to 55. That's the window of somebody who walks in and fucking okay, I understand that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I get some older people with some of the signage in the shop, you know, nice older people and they're like, "I I you know, I remember this this nice lady and she was nice, but She's looking at this big billboard we have with some of these images on it. And she's like, I, I like your store. You know, my husband likes shopping here, but I don't understand that. And she had a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit of attitude with it. Yeah. And I said, well, let me just try to break this down for you. That's my Elvis. Oh, that's a great way to put it. And she went, oh, so there you go. Yeah, it, it ain't way, for everybody. It, you know, yeah. it ain't for everybody. You know, I mean, it isn't for everybody. So, is there uh, another thing I want to ask about? Is you know, I think you have some like pretty iconic stickers, right? For yes. Rose, but like along with your with with the the logos and stuff you had. How do you how did you come up with the with certain stickers? Just being sarc- a sarcastic fucker, <laughs> wanting to wanting to irritate, wanting to piss people off. Is there is there any any future plans for the shop, uh, or any direction you want to head it in, or just? I mean, just forward, stay forward. in business, pay my bills. That I mean, it's every single day in here is is a challenge. Every every single day is every every single day. I don't care fly shop, pharmacy, Claire's Boutique. Every day you open up, you know, it, it, it's new. You know, success from yesterday don't mean dick. Yeah, I mean, that's it just don't it. fuck. It's so you be gone so quick, your head will spin. That's good and way I come, to put it. yeah, and I come from no money, so I, if I'm here, it's because you know, me and the help of my crew, which over the years have been amazing. I'm really lucky to have gotten a chance to work with and know the people that I have through this business. So, to stay alive, to stay in business, keep paying my bills. That's the goal. Uh, biggest. Fly fishing influence first people who influenced you the biggest way in fly fishing. Nobody. Nobody. Fuck no. (laughs) I mean, I mean, God, don't take that wrong. Um, You know, obviously, I've got a lot of respect for anglers that come in here, and I know the ones that are the real deal. So it's not that, but I just, I just don't see any 
celebrity in fly fishing. I don't. I mean, they're out there. We know who they are. The big ones, you know, guys that are incredible tires or, you know, they created a certain genre in the sport that really people, you know, picked up. But I just, it's hard for me to look at a fisherman and, and you know, I, I you know, yeah. I'll, I'll say to people, you know, the motherfucker isn't Paul Stanley of Kiss. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you can become a celebrity cast in a fly rod, but they're out there. But I don't. I, I look at all of them as as my peer. I don't. That's not me being better or not as good or anything in between. It's just fishing is fishing, yeah. you know. And that was kind of my my spin on when we talked about competitive fishing a couple weeks ago. It's like I don't understand it because. I don't understand how you can turn this into celebrity. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So we're going to do some some quick hitters, quick questions. Just, okay, I love know, that. Fill it out. Yeah. So uh, if you yeah, only, only pick one, fly fishing or, or rock and roll? That's a tough one. Fly fishing. Fly fishing. Fuck. Okay. okay. I don't know. It's, that's like, you know. That you're that's like that's like asking me missionary style or doggy, which I mean I, I got to think about that. Okay. Uh, favorite fly pattern? You only fish one fly. What are you picking? Black woolly bugger. The great pick. That's probably exactly the what number I'd one. I mean that that'd be the one I I that'd be the one I'd go to a desert island with if I only had one fly. Okay. Black woolly bugger only with a gold cone head. Yeah, perfect. Only only fish for one fly. Or one fit, one type of fish. Only fish for one type of fish. <sighs> what fish you picking? Bonefish. Bonefish. Okay, go with salt. Yeah, by far. And then uh, favorite fishing destination? I've traveled a bit. Um, I would say if I had a week to live and I could fish one place that I've been, it'd be Long Island, Bahamas. Long Island. Yeah. Just the environment. Just got done from the environment, the people, the guides, just that whole thing. Awesome. And yeah. bonefish. And bonefish. Yeah, I love it all. I love trout. I love you know the the difficulty of permit, and of course enjoy tarpon, and you know, I've done quite a bit. Um, but the truth is, it uh, you know bonefishing is my is my preference. Awesome. Yeah. Well. You, you, is that it, motherfucker? That's you got it. You know, okay. those, are, those, are, those are the questions I have for Rich. Um, okay. I was genuinely curious about it, and I, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it. I think the audience will like it, too. Well, clearly we're running out of subjects to discuss. Well, wait, maybe maybe the audience should comment some uh, some topics. We probably won't use them, but you well, can comment them. Well, there's 17 people. <laughs> we could get 17 different ideas out there. So, Well, that's going to be it from East Rosebud Studios. And anything else, Mr. Booty? Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. I, I really liked. I really enjoyed this podcast. Well, I love having you part of this. Awesome. All right. We'll we'll see everybody next week. Thank you very much for tuning in, all seventeen of you.